Hello and welcome to Film Seizure. We are currently in the third week of spooky month. I'm not going to try to get too spooky or I'll end up getting sexy on accident. So <laughs> well, this say, this is a well, this is a little bit of a sexy spooky movie. Yeah, this movie gets <laughs> it's it fits it's apropos for this movie. Yeah, this movie gets real sexy real fast, fellas. Like immediately. <laughs> immediately. So yes, week 3 of like of spooky times we're discussing life force from 1985 but first of all let me introduce you to jason oliver hi jason oliver hi hi here here for third week of dan o'bannon goodness yeah i guess i should have mentioned the theme is kind of dan o'bannon right either written or directed or some involvement or both yeah yeah um and jeff as you just heard hi jeff hey how's it going chuck uh i i mean we could call this uh dan o spooky Dano Spooky Month, yeah. Spooko Bannon, Spooko Bannon, Dano Boon. <laughs> oh man, that's good. I like that too. I like it too. Anyway, how's it going, guys? We got ourselves. Uh, uh, we're going back to sci-fi. Yeah, we got some space vampires. We got. We're up to our pits and space vampires here. Yeah, yes. and there are and lots of them. We're led there by Toby Hooper. Yes, indeed. As as the director of this uh, movie, is this the next vampire flick he did after? Is this after Salem's Lot or before? After. I can't remember now. Salem's Lot was in the late seventies. Yeah. Damn, I can't believe that's that old, but it makes sense. Um, this is this is after nineteen eighty five. This was the first of his three picture deal with canon films <laughs> yeah That's we're gonna Back we're gonna talk pod. about we're gonna talk about that here in a minute because I, I i mean there's not much to say about it yeah there's not a ton but i think it's interesting what he does here with this three picture deal uh-huh. when uh-huh. yeah we'll just we'll talk about that here in a minute so yeah based so, on a based on the on a short novel 120 page novel called space vampires um which it, this is not a very close adaptation <laughs> of at all. Um, I, I was reading the plot synopsis of the space vampires and um, it's a wholly different thing. Well, I don't think that you can write a cohesive novel of this movie in 125 pages or whatever you said it was. <laughs> 120 pages. Yeah. Uh, more like, uh, you know, 520 pages. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, think there's enough podcast time to talk about, to talk life about force? Like, <laughs> making this movie make sense. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. So this is going to be a fun one to talk about. I think though, <laughs> yeah. um, this movie what? has, has more sets than like, it has, know. it has more characters than all 280 plus episodes we've had put together. <laughs> Holy Except shit, the number of characters in this so movie. people in this movie. <laughs> Some just fuck off, and we don't ever hear from them again. Yeah, yeah. They're yeah. casually mentioned as a fuck off in some <laughs> cases, right? Like, yeah. Oh, he fucked off. Yeah, he Sorry. fucked off. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, Jason- there are so many characters in this movie. At one point, our two main heroes show up at a at a NATO installment saying, we're looking for Dr. Uh, What's-His-Face. And they're like, Falada. We're looking for Dr. Falada. And one guy says, I don't think he's around here. Another guy comes up and he's like, do you know who Dr. Falada is? And he says, I haven't heard of him. Yeah. And that's a plot point. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's amazing. (laughs) It is amazing. Uh, 
So, Jason, you you put together the choices for Dan O'Bannon month. Why don't you tell us, if you can, why you chose this particular movie? Well, I, I know I chose it, I think, primarily because I hadn't seen it in a while. And um, and I knew Jeff Jeff was dug on this one. Uh, but honestly, I, I kind of wish, sort of wish, I swapped Dead and Buried for Space Invaders. Because that kind of would have made a little bit more sense. Um, but there's always another day for space invaders, but life force was, was going to be in no matter what. I well, mean, I don't know how we were going to do an episode on that Atari game. <laughs> if it had just been Trump, 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 Oh, Trump, oh Trump, I'm thinking, I'm thinking shoo, of Vader, shoo, Vader's from Mars. Shoo, Sorry. Shoo. Oh, okay. Vader's from Mars. Oh, and Vader's from Mars is, yeah. We, we, uh, okay. Cause that's, that's, um, Bannon and, and Hooper again. Yes. Uh, really? Yeah. They just ran it back. Um, but no, I mean, Life Force, I knew, I knew it was going to be a fun one because it's so bonkers uh, and, and, and easy to look at, at least for the first half. <laughs> My God. And yeah, this, it's this, kind of this funny. This movie has one hell of a, a first act. Like, yes, an it does. unbelievably good first act. Yeah. And, and I should also say, this has been on the list for a while because I got that, I, I got that, um, that, that Shout Factory release when it came out so you know, i didn't get that and it's hard to find now and this movie is hard to find online to stream yeah. it is not easy to stream it's i, 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 I have a feeling it's a or something i think it's a I, th- I think it's a canon thing man it's you know because all those rights have kind of scattered to the wind um yeah so i had to I watch it freebie did you watch it on freebie i had yeah. to watch it on freebie yeah now, now i will admit how many commercials were there uh like six or seven it wasn't really terrible that wasn't that bad. Bad. That's not, yeah um i will say i know it's not that bad because for the first time in film seizure history i watched this movie twice just because i i'd seen it when i got it on yeah i'd seen it before and i thought that's a that's a fun little interesting movie. but now i have to think about it for this show so i watched it yesterday and then I realized I must have like zoned out through like a, a massive amount because, like I said, there are characters who just disappear. Well, good. I'm glad. I'm glad someone can help us make sense. And of it all. I, well, <laughs> then so today I thought, you know what? I'm gonna put it on again on freebie. Just let it soak into my brain bits. It doesn't help. It does not help. So I'm sorry. <laughs> I have no answers for you. Um, but I don't feel this movie is too complicated. Honestly, well, the concept is not super complicated. Right, it's, it's it the, complicated, the devil is in the details. With the rules of the vampires, yeah, they, they are very slippery and they change a lot. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll we'll talk about that. Chuck, this is your first time seeing it, is that correct? Yes. And what did um, you think? <laughs> so I had a complicated relationship with this. Like I was like, oh, I like this. Oh, I don't like this. Oh, I like this. Oh, I really don't like this. Like I, I went back and forth. And by the end, I was like, I like this. It was a fun movie. <laughs> and you can't like spend, like you said, the devil's in the details. If you spend too much time mired in there, you're just going to be like, yeah. I don't know. You're going to be, you're going to be a dried out husk. Yes, of, of a, of a yes. sucked out this human. movie. <laughs> yes. This movie is is it emblematic. No, I don't know the word, but this movie kind of replicates the life force sucking of the vampires. Almost, it's kind of eating at you the whole time and drying yeah. you. 
<laughs> yeah. Um, the more you try to like pay attention to it, the less the less things make sense, and your brain yes. starts leaving your body. <laughs> yes, yeah. Steph touched my shoulder while I was watching it, and I saw some dust fly up. I'm like, no, no. My favorite. <laughs> did, you, did you ever hear the Leonard Moulton review of this? No. No. It's hilarious. He starts it out. Whoa! Does somebody get the license plate of that movie? This is the wildest thing I've seen in a long time. <laughs> That's, That's pretty funny. fair. That's fair. Um, yeah, it's, uh, man, it is, it's too big for what it is. You know, like, th- there is something that's said. I think Toby Hooper is the one who says they should have just kept the name of the novel, The Space yeah. Vampires, because then you would have looked at it in a different perspective. Yeah. Like, I think, because the first man this is weird okay (laughs) i'll say i'll say it i'm of two opinions of this movie one i think it looks phenomenal in every facet in every facet this movie is designed all all to greatness the movie itself is bad (laughs) it's a bad movie (laughs) it's i mean because uh, like i said there is there's too much going on that's trying to fit into what like 110 minutes or whatever it is it's it's about it's about a clean two hours so there's too much there's too much going on there because so the movie opens we oh my god they they dump exposition on us instantly about the spaceship because so the book takes place in the late 21st century toby hooper and dan o'bannon decided we're going to pull it back to the present because we can tie in the whole Haley's comet thing they don't have to do that but whatever they, <laughs> they could have gone 77 years later well they exactly they could have gone the next time around yeah but the thing is is that I'm guessing making it present day would have probably saved some scratch, which probably would have certainly been on the mind of Menachem Golan and Yoram Globus. It certainly would save some production money. Yeah. So, but it's what they do though, is they take what they have and then they design this beautiful movie. But anyway, uh, particularly in this first scene. So we learn about the spaceship that has this, for some reason, we have to know that it has a specific space drive that that simulates gravity. What's that is Churchill, right? The Churchill. the Churchill, the HMS Churchill. But it looks just like any other. Oh, it's a space uh, shuttle. It's a space shuttle with with the uh, with uh, the solar panels. Old, yeah, the old space shuttles. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, and then they send another space shuttle up because because at Columbia? one point the Columbia, Columbia. <laughs> and then and then they fist bump and the the whole thing explodes and it's great they broed out over the Columbia there's an easy explanation for why we need to know that fuel type eliminates anti or whatever makes the ship have gravity it's so they don't have to deal with anti-gravity well, or, sure. but but then they do deal with anti-gravity later I mean in 19 in 1985 I'm watching shows like transformers and gi joe where humans are in space in things that that have gravity i didn't need that even as an as well, an eight-year-old you were an eight-year-old you're not an adult well fair. i don't need it questioning today. the integrity well you're not but anyway i know i know i know but still it's, yeah, it's too I, I, much I, i'm far more interested in them explaining other things than that true, true. <laughs> exactly I mean, that, that was done over like 
it was an exposition dump, sure, but it was done so quickly. It's hardly worth mentioning. It's it's almost as if the movie was was without saying it, saying, all right, roll up your sleeves because we got something for you. And it's like, you're going to have to you're going to have to work through this movie with us here. And, And that's fine, because in a way, it's not like I'm not not liking this movie's dumbness <laughs> it's like right. i'm in i'm on board but anyway so they so they're in this spaceship and they're gonna take a look at Haley's comment and Haley's comments a big green blob flying at them by the way also it starts off with crazy crazy <clears throat> henry mancini football highlight music oh my god the music is the music is the music Susan's so like this music is so so over the top. It, it, it is, it is, it is, it is holding song. you down. It, it does, yeah. It does sound like it. I. I don't. No, I think it is the football song. I mean, it's it's some. It's like did I did I accidentally put in a, a DVD of Washington like Redskins NFL highlights? films, yeah. NFL films, or something? <laughs> used the Life Force theme. I think they they must <laughs> have. They I mean, because because the Indy Five Hundred <laughs> used the uh, <laughs> the uh, <laughs> Delta Force theme. Yes, yeah, I, I do almost. Know that. I almost opened this by saying we were talking about football and not the life force. <laughs> do you know that for sure? Did you look that up or I'm pretty sure I'll look it up now. You guys. Okay. Talk. So anyway, so man, I mean, and that music is so fast and so overbearing that like the, the credits have to catch up to it to the point where it's like the opening credits are only like seriously like 90 seconds or something. It is that it has no interest in you knowing anything about anybody being in this movie or having worked on this movie. So anyway, so they get, so they get to Haley's comment and they notice that there's like this, well, let's just call it a space vampire bat dildo in space. <laughs> Cause that's kind of what it looks like. It looks like a dildo that's, that is made for Halloween to look like it has bat wings. Now that I think about it, I, that is apt. Okay. Anyway, so they, they're like, oh, what's this? And and like Steve, Steve Railsback is he's something else in this. Steve he's Railsback, like, has he ever put in a compelling performance in his life? I'm seriously asking. I he pops up a lot and I was like, eh, it's Steve Railsback. <laughs> like he's he's been in interesting movies. He's been in good movies, but he's is he ever good? I don't know. I'm not sure. Yeah, I don't know either. Is he goodness? I don't think so. But he's weird and crazy, and that works. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's he's all right in Turkey Shoot. Yeah, but he's still just kind of like boring. Steve Rails back. I don't yeah, know. I guess so. Yeah, I mean, but <laughs> so anyway, he's like, That's we got a much go. better movie than its cast. Yeah, we got we got to get up in there and, and check out what's going on in this in this space dick. And everybody else is like, are you sure? And he's like, oh, yeah, we got to get in there. And so they all float over in spacesuits. And this is the first sign that you've got yourself. You've got yourself the all of the $25 million on screen here because they, they float into the to the spaceship thing that's hanging out in the um, coma of the comet. And they're like. It, it's like crystalline, but it's also got these a bunch of dead like man bats floating yeah. around. Yeah. And they're like, huh, that's interesting. Again, these people, the, this, this goes back to a comment I made about an alien. 
it's like the shit is like every day to them apparently that they're gonna see some alien shit and then they go and they find these three crystals and there are naked people in them two guys and a girl one of those guys is uh mick jagger's younger brother uh-huh uh-huh yeah i was gonna <laughs> mention that too um and everybody is everybody us included are are looking at matilda may our our space girl if you will um and like one guy's like i've been in space for like i don't have her many months she looks fucking perfect like whoa settle down there guy and they decide to bring the 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 people in the crystals back to the to the shuttle and they're going to bring a dead bat all of this seems like great ideas to me but what do I? Yeah, I mean, you would totally do that. You would totally do that. Well, I'm, uh, there's there seemed to be no argument over protocol here. You know, it's like at least an alien. There was like this argument over. No, you can't fucking bring him inside. He's got a thing on his face. That's no good. Here, they're just like we're bringing these people back because they're maybe people, and there's a bat. <laughs> we're gonna bring it all back in. Don't worry about any spaceborne virus or anything like that fair you you were saying this was too complex and complicated but now you're complaining that it's not complex or complicated enough well like this is it's, no it, the, the complication <laughs> comes later like because they speed through this first few minutes because i want a lot more of this and then they and then a, a title card comes up and says 30 days later and it's like oh well, i guess we're not gonna you know uh, but we do learn more about what happens on the yeah. shuttle later but like they they almost i feel like there's a lot of scenes where they've plucked stuff out to fit it under two hours basically as much as possible who the fucks knows what they were thinking they just moved characters around to different places like as much as possible i, yeah. I on, did you find anything i found a little bit of something on i found the, that it's a sound alike that the nfl has been using for years it's very much a sound like all the nfl music was was composed by sam spence and a lot of people say that the song the equalizer is is a variation or at least you know was heavily influenced by mancini's theme from life force yeah yeah i mean it sounded like it directly to me right away i expected like dick buckus yeah. to show up on the so show not, oh my god if dick buckus was in one of those glass so containers but <laughs> yep. yeah yeah all right kind of like, kinda like um, the star trek 6 music sounds like um yeah the planets yeah yeah oh yeah 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 but similar yeah so the um yeah so basically we we they spent all the money in the first five minutes because 30 days later the the first five minutes are like the last 15 right <laughs> yeah, yeah there's a, lots of stuff happening there's, there's, lots a, of th- there's lots of money being being blown up in the last you know sure sure last act yeah um so yeah so they didn't need days. wardrobe for multiple characters so it's fine that is true that is, <laughs> although what we save on wardrobe <laughs> but here's what's funny about You'll that see though it's on the screen but you won't see <laughs> matilda may like in the scenes in which she is like the most like like the most sexual she's wearing something yeah, yeah. isn't that weird 
Yeah, it does work. She it's is, like it's too late. Know, I've already seen everything. She is an ethereal beauty. Man, she is just like the perfect body. Susan was like, oh, my God, they found Barbie. <laughs> <laughs> but she's not super thin. But she's got that like. That, like Hourglass figure. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah apparently. I, mean, I don't know if I've ever seen a more perfect two breasts symmetric <laughs> than that. I mean, they're they're amazingly perfect. I don't know if that's a, if that was a boob job or not, but if so, as a good doctor, <laughs> <laughs> it was Hans Falada that did it. She would have been what? like Hans Falada. Hans Falada. I don't know what his name Falada is. Falada is oh, the, yeah, uh, yeah. supposedly like some. That's famous. the doctor from this movie. Yeah. Oh, all right, all right. Sorry. That um, as I thought then, was it? <laughs> I don't no, know anybody's uh, names in this. Are you kidding me? I know Space Girl and Kane. Those are the and Carlson. Those yeah. are the ones that I really know. Yeah. Sorry, and Jeff. Re- and I really no. know them as Commander and Colonel. So, right. <laughs> uh, so, well, there's there is one other guy. The guy, like the biggest mystery of the whole. Movie. But anyway. She um so where are we? They they've they've they brought them onto the ship. Yeah, and then there's 30 days later and then yeah. they're like, "All right, well, you got to send the Columbia up." This is like all the good. Columbia. Well, yeah, well, well, yeah, because because it, it they finally the ship finally comes into their, their right uh, and they're like they we don't range. have we don't have any there's no radio contact. There seems to be something wrong. For sure. It's it's on the original um trajectory that it would have been set if it had it started coming home but it never changed or something like that so they know it's it's not the right entry point right they should have changed it yeah yeah, yeah. so and, they're all yeah all like yeah send up the columbia and the columbia space docks with it and and, go, and it's all burnt out it's like it's, it's all been burnt out they're yeah, on so, fire and uh, and they do find some corpses yeah and they're and they're like yep crew's dead but there's one missing uh, it's missing escape pod right but they also find the three people in the crystal yeah and general zod and his cohorts basically yeah yeah, yeah. general yeah. Ge- they're general very zod. clearly behind like a like a plexiglass sort of like case but they keep making a big deal out of the fact that we it's of, of unknown sub is unknown elements and uh it's more of a of a force field than it is a, a protective barrier like a, like a solid barrier it's like it just, why do you have to go in all this it's just the doozers made it's a, it's a fucking, fucking yeah, I know. yeah it's, it, i mean you could have just said it's diamond we have multiple conversations about the the elemental construct of these of these um space coffins i'm it's because there's more, no i mean it's either they're going to talk about the the elemental construct of the constructs or they're going to talk about the elemental construct of her constructs i guess they decided to go for the one that didn't sound pervy I mean, but we can talk about that all we want. <laughs> I mean, she, she, they, they picked the right person to convey, to convey what the the men who she sucks the life force out of are describing, right? Well, but yes. not exactly because every person sees somebody different. They, they describe they, that too, but they describe that it, they're in the presence of like the most of the most presence, perfect person, the, the most perfect, feminine, feminine and perfect person presence. ever. Yeah. And right, we arousal. see Carlson's representation. We always see Carlson's rep. Yeah, even when he's talking to Patrick Stewart, it's her. 
Yes. Which is yes. kind of awesome. <laughs> yes. Fucking Patrick Stewart in this. He has the greatest moment and he isn't even there for it. I mean, it should be the same person because who do you get better? I mean, than Patrick Stewart? <laughs> no, than Matilda May. I mean, she's oh, so. Alexandra Diodario, maybe. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, but she wasn't. The remake this way. movie nowadays. Think about that. She wasn't even born when this movie came out, probably. True. So. Um, yeah, she, she's on that level for sure. So you know why they talk about all this crap, right? And this mumbo jumbo, because there's no fucking story to this. No, movie. there really isn't. Because what happens? Space girl wakes up and she sucks the life out of a guy. And then I she love this sequence of events, though. It's I amazing. Talk about it. <clears throat> Do it. Because, yeah, she sucks the life out of one of the doctors, I think. <clears throat> and, no, it's a guard. Um, a guard. It's, it's, a, guard. it's a, guard. a guard. The doctor yeah, gets it later from that guard. Yes, right. So you get an you get an understanding of how these creatures work, how this this virus transfers, right? Because they don't know what's going on. They figure it out as it happens, right? Yeah, right. really beautifully laid out. So yes, she sucks the life force out of the guard. Then she starts walking through the. Well, there's important. There's another important character who steps in here too, and that's Doctor Bukowski. Now he's yeah, the guy yeah. who eventually disappears from this movie. I have yeah. to assume he dies. Well, well, he does. Well, you're the told. Guy that shows up. Okay. Later? No, the guy who shows up later is Colonel Kane. No, no, not Kane. The guy. No, Kane. Oh, Sir Percy. Kane is. Yes, Sir Percy. They they swap out Bukowski for Sir Percy because. Oh, he's I don't know why. Man, Sir, Sir Percy. Well, yeah, I know, but yeah, but like, there's no reason why you swap those guys out. He, um, but yeah, I know it's weird. He like disappears too, but then he shows up, and it's weird. But anyway, <laughs> we'll get there. Um, <laughs> it's almost like Bukowski's like, ah, I gotta go and change my clothes, and he walks through a door, and then Sir Percy walks back out. It's like, wow, I feel so much better in these new clothes, and it's like, so uh, it might as well they. They added an extra character they didn't need to because if they both die and they both do, then you, well, I don't remember. Well, Bukowski's a doctor. He's not. He's not part of the government, which True. Percy is. So yeah, and, and Sir Percy kind of dies awkwardly. He just gets his neck broken. Yeah. So you're getting way ahead. No, Let I'm Jason way ahead. Describe I'm way this way thing. All all we gotta worry about right now is she sucked the life out of the guard which looks amazing and then um then she's yeah they're all like oh we got a naked woman running through the through the building we gotta stop her and nobody can stop her like she fucks up everyone who tries with her her electric space vampire powers i love the line (laughs) don't worry a naked girl is not going to get out of this complex sorry continue (laughs) and she does almost immediately thereafter so then they've got the dead you know husk of the guard and um they're like doing some tests of observing that thing and then it wakes up two hours later it wakes up and it sucks the life out of which doctor a surgeon a pathologist a a pathologist yeah Yeah. sucks the life out of him and becomes you know normal again the the original guard is like and then he freaks out like he realizes what he's done right yeah that's cool you know that they, they put him in like isolation and they're like, and, let's we'll see what happens in another two hours. Yeah. And in another two hours, like two things happen, right? The guy who 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 is now the husk wakes back up needing to get somebody's life force. They've got him got him strapped down. 
to the gurney. He can't get up. Nobody gets near him. And he just like explodes into dust, which is bad. And then the other guy is in a cage. Yeah, he's in, he's in like a room or a jail cell or some sort. And uh, he's like in a he's like in a storage cage. Yeah, like, yeah, it looks yeah. like a storage room. And then I forget what like the some similar thing happens to him. No, right? yeah. Well, this is the great scene here because um because Falada and uh Bukowski go down to see him and he sees them and he's trying to get to them. He goes yeah, yeah. and he runs towards the thing and he hits the the cage and yeah. all over them. Oh, that's right. Yeah. 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 And the girl is down there too, and something similar happens to her as well. The girl that the girl vampire kills when she leaves. Yes, because the in the in the in the two hour span, they're like, wait a minute, there's there's uh we need to figure out what's going on. They get a call from uh, from the cops and they say, Oh, they found a girl who is in unspeakable condition. Yeah. Yes. And it must be the it must be the victim of our space vampire or space girl. Yeah. Yeah, they girl would be a somehow. bitch and title for a comic book. <laughs> yeah. What are we doing here? <laughs> the whole time, the whole time, Sir Percy's just like his the faces he makes while he's observing all the things that are happening are amazing. Yeah, he's there, and I think Kane is there at this point too. We haven't even mentioned Peter Firth. Yeah, Kane yeah. is there for sure. Um, because they're piecing like all this together, they're piecing together like these very specific rules for transference that they completely throw out the fucking window in the last act. Well, so, well yeah, and so also, it, well, Carlson helps throw that out the window too. Yeah, because then we get into oh, they're shapeshifters. No, they're they're possessing people. No, right. they're they just change people. No, no, only only the two men can change people no wait no they they have to be the conduit to feed the but wait a minute but then she can just oh my god i couldn't have done that too much that's perfect that's so that's exactly how i feel about this movie right there it's too much (laughs) and then there's like four million characters involved in in so we haven't even mentioned the two other and maybe this happens next. Well, the yeah, two because other the two other does happen yeah. next. This happens next. Yep. Like, this movie is moving. It's cooking. I, I'm loving because she wakes up first, and then the other, then the two guys. So go right. ahead, Chuck. Yeah, yeah. So there's guards guarding the two other vampires, the male vampires who are still in their cages. Yeah, you'd think they'd put a lot more security down there at this point. Nah, fuck that. Who cares? These t- <laughs> I ain't going down there. They only saw a woman blow out a window and fly away, basically. What are <laughs> yeah. these guys going to do? They do. They do, <laughs> they do have it under control. At least you think they do. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So it's kind of cute when the one guard scares the other guard by tapping yeah. them on the shoulder and <laughs> yeah, then they're yeah. like are they alive they had this conversation about whether they're alive or not and the guy's like i don't know whatever blah 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 and then they wake up and these guards are like fuck this we're just gonna fucking shoot him and then throw a grenade at him great which, <laughs> which great based they on load those guys up with squibs That's yeah good. and and based on what we learned from dr falada later and what we see peter firth do later after that those bullets should work but apparently they can either possess or or ah fuck fuck what? so wait so wait no 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 <laughs> the bullets can work on the non triumvirate oh god yes right. okay that's another rule all right so yes. let's so, so, that's, so that's the important distinction for sure we need people, to get the people we need who to are non whiteboard and write down all uh-huh. these fucking the people <laughs> who are non-original vampires if they get turned they wake up two hours later and have to inflict this on someone else to keep their life alive. 
Yes. The other vampires, the three main vampires, just need to suck life from other people. And they maintain life. There's the other rules about, like, living in somebody else's mind and shit, which we don't really i mean we we're going hey, to come to that here pretty soon with ellen so, sometimes yeah. they make sometimes they make um uh blood puppets yeah they do that sometimes that's my favorite scene in the movie that is a great puppets. fucking scene that it's, is it's, fucking awesome seeing it's, it's all scary. of patrick stewart's like blood and guts and stuff come out of his face god you're going so far ahead of us hey, well this movie is practically already there already we're we're behind <laughs> <laughs> So Dr. What am I saying? Dr. Falada is in his office in one of the previously dead vampire dudes comes walking in as a guard. And he's like, mm, he notices it. And then we don't see him again for like another 45 minutes. Right. We think he died. Yeah, he fucks off. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he yeah. fucks off. Oh, man. Now, oh, also at this on, point, real quick, real quick, real quick, real quick. I forgot one of my favorite things that happens in this movie that happens really early on when they when they're when they were describing what they're seeing in the alien ship and they said we've got a a, a naked woman and two naked men and um, and then somebody on the ship is like we can't see we need picture <laughs> <laughs> picture didn't happen <laughs> and then I added my own dialogue did you say nude <laughs> <laughs> we need send nudes alright sorry I saw that in my notes I was like I gotta remember to talk about that <laughs> oh that's great yeah so yeah and at this point also we we find out that Carlson the um, the that the missing um, lands in Texas. Todd lands in Texas and so oh they've got then uh, uh, Falada I think gets the call it's either Falada or Bukowski Bukowski gets the call and it's yeah. like, wait, what do you mean he's at Walter Reed? <laughs> okay, well, let's send, you know, so that so he and Kane go to Walter Reed and get Tom Carlson. And I love, yeah. oh my God, how Kane constantly refers to him as the, uh, this is Colonel Tom Carlson, commander formally of, of the, the Churchill. Of the, the Churchill. Church. It's like, Dude, rub it in a little bit more, why don't you? It's like why don't you <laughs> right. say I'm Colonel Tom Carlson? <laughs> like, this fucker. is about where this is about where I think this stops being a really good movie. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I was totally actively engaged in everything up until this point, and I'm. That's because there's a nude, perfect nude woman walking around. That all helps, the time. and that now helps. she starts to wear clothing. But, yeah, but, but it seemingly <laughs> has established very specific rules that are right. easy to understand. And um and all, and the really cool things have happened. You're like, of course, you know, Railsback's going to come back, and he does. Um, and I even kind of like where he starts explaining what happened after before the fire. Well, but he sabotaging also, of the ship and all yeah. that stuff. Yeah, but but he tells a falsehood hood yes. first. Yes, he says yes. that the we'll that the radio get to guy that later. Jeff. But no, but well, but he's like, they're like, so what happened up there? When they go get him, right? And he's like, oh, well, the first person to, to go crazy was, I don't know, uh, the Ensign communicator guy. And and we see that play out. And he's like, yeah, well, we can't have these things get back to Earth. So, you know, but there but was a fire. already start to, like, break its own rules here? Uh-huh. Yeah. Because, because then I he's also talking about, like, how he, later on he's like, well, she's got she gave me some of her power. Yeah. Oh my God. What right. rules and, did and, it break? And, 
Well, well, it's, it's, it drains the life force out of each one of these crew one by one, but they don't come back. Yeah. For one thing. They don't come back two hours later. Well, we don't know that. It, it, well, it's not the way it's played out. And unless at all of it happened within two hours, which I guess it could, then, then it works. But, but it, it, it's already confusing the rules for me. And they're I also do. like doing it mentally rather than physically. Yeah. Um, well, I think she comes out of the box, honestly. Probably. But we don't see any of it. We don't see any of it. So it's hard should. to. I, yeah. Well, here's the other thing, too. I read that there was a lot cut. Um, no, you, you no way there's a lot cut out of this yeah. movie. I mean, this yeah. movie is this movie has no connective tissue. If this movie was was representative of somebody's body with like bones and muscle and shit, all of the muscle of this movie would be around their ankles because under their skin, because there's nothing connecting it to a skeleton. Yeah, Toby made an eight hour like docu or like mini documentary. series, right? <laughs> no, documentary. He made an eight hour mini series and then someone was like, Well, Toby you have a nude person in the first four hours. <laughs> we can't air this on TV, dude. He's like, oh, fuck. I mean, well, that's, and, that's and, legit. Yeah. That's legit. <laughs> um, but anyway, no, I, I mean, I'm pretty sure I watched the 116 minute. I did. I did. Okay. Yeah, I guess mine was that. I mean, yeah, it seemed like it. it the first part was but so fast, was and more. the second part was so long but that I, I don't know what time more, is anymore. That there was more, and then most of it was on cut from the spaceship. Most of it that they cut, of was course, spaceship of stuff. course, it was because that's where all the rules would have been explained. Yeah, so I don't know what happens, but I, but I start getting confused with the with how the crew bites it because um, it doesn't seem congruent with what we've already what we've just learned right but i do know one thing if you ever need kindling a big old space bat will do it <laughs> that fucker will go up like it's like dried out newspaper well it was dust they turn into dust and dust is flammable and that in well that no, not the of... bat not the bat the bat was just the bat i mean no it was dust they broke its finger it's like the same thing it's uh, like, they did yeah, it, that that bat was just yeah there was no i think they even make mention that it was like it was desiccated. It was desiccated. Blood. They broke its finger because all yeah. its fluids had gone into space. Was their description, but that yeah. obviously isn't true. Right. It just right. dried out of life force. Right. It, it, they. Yeah. They do say it's desecrated. Yeah. 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 So anyway, still, <clears throat> the get small details. Get, get yourself a small space bat and light that fucker on fire, and you're having weenies over the over the open fire for your camping <laughs> yeah. trip. But but yeah, anyway, they do. Go ahead. No, you were gonna say something. What do you? What are you All I was gonna say was they do show him. You know, light the bat on fire, get into the space pod, yeah. turn on all the o emergency oxygen stuff so the thing goes up in flames and yeah. shoots off in the space. But he does make himself out to be the hero. Yeah. In this instance. Yeah. So he is, as Jeff mentioned, withholding some important info. But he also does say, does he say then or is it later when he when he gives that that extra piece of info that he was he he didn't want to leave. He did like everything in his power. He says it then and then he re-explains it later. Yeah. Yeah, yeah because it was the hardest uh, thing I ever had to do it while he was at the desk and Kane was like, I can imagine he's like, No, I mean I didn't want to leave her. Yeah. Yeah. That's good stuff. Yes, it was stuff. very good. That's kind of like chilling 
horror stuff yeah yes and i have a feeling some of the story is made this way and they they moved whatever happened on the ship to this point is to build that mystery around could be carlson's character it just is never delivered properly yeah so you don't have that like stinger like oh my god carlson is the key to everything or whatever right there's no stinger to it which which deadens that whole delivery um, yeah, so we we so, did watch the yeah, let's talk about let's talk version. about the the commander's uh, space powers. <laughs> it was to explain that. <laughs> Wait, the commanders? You mean space girl space powers? Well, yeah. Well, how does he have? How does he have a connection? Oh, okay. So yeah, um, he was chosen by Matilda. <laughs> um, we find out more later as to why, right? But he was chosen by Matilda, and she gives him some of her life force while taking some of his. And this gives her, a, like, kind of a psionic... Is that the right word? Yeah, sure. sure. Psionic yeah. connection to him to where he has a view into her mind, and she has a view into his. Um, which is important because he he can now tell where she is, if he sees her in somebody else's body, which is a new power we learn about, like she can transfer her body is sitting in a specific place, but she can send her mind but as but, kind of like a parasite in other people's bodies. Yeah, yeah. I have a question about that though. Sure. Because curly redheaded girl is the girl they find in the park that they take to the, mm-hmm. to the base. And she like, like monsters out no. into dust. And then she's in the apartment. That's not the same girl. I don't think. No, it's not the same girl. Not the same girl. Definitely not. He she kills that girl for the life force and then finds Ellen later and puts her brain in there. Yeah. Oh, okay, you're right. She you're does. okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they even that, make she, a comment. See? They even see? make a comment too, and maybe it's um Carlson who um is like that she stopped leaving bodies cuz th- they didn't want an easy way to track her, but it's like, well, you gave them an easy way to track her by connecting yourself to the colonel so i don't know i don't know right. but, but well, Steve Rails back they... goes in and starts slapping the redheaded curly haired lady around he and does. then rips off her her, her robe he's like it's like just, you just stand back you stand back. And, no I've no got, it's not patrick stewart well, it's kane, uh it's yeah. it's kane it's and kane's well, like oh patrick don't stewart to leave patrick stewart wasn't them. in that scene no they tell him too to many leave. people talking they told they, to they did tell him to leave yeah yeah it's like you're not coming in with us and he wanted to go in with them and they're like nope nope you can stay and yeah then, that's right i thought percy then, was there okay carl and then carlson tells carlson me, goes like, in i'm and gonna kane, have to do some shit and yeah. kane's well, like i'm a natural voyeur it's like yes. <laughs> let's make this work. this movie's horny man <laughs> percy is there he takes he takes picard he takes away. picard yes. away that's right that's <laughs> that's right. home picard yeah, um, yeah. well that's, that's, that's picard yeah. <laughs> yes, he takes him away to talk, and he's like, I have a right to know what's going on. But yes, he does. Like, Carlson's looking in her brain, and he's like, I could see she wants me to beat her up to get this information out of her, which is fucking wild. So and he wild. smacks her around. And, he, and then they make him, out. Yes, because that's what turns her on. She's into that shit, and he could see that in her brain because the vampire in him shared her brain at one point, in a way. Yeah. Because he has purview into the vampire's brain, which is so. Weird. So, does that woman always have some of her inner brain, or is it just? Like- I know. I think he expels her from. 
I think when they kiss, because then she collapses and, and is like done for. And so she's like, okay. So she jumped, I think at that point, jumped over to, to Patrick Stewart. I no, think she was already in Patrick, she was already in Patrick Stewart. Oh my God. So she can duplicate herself. Uh-huh. Fucking crap. But I, but I don't think it was like her full, that's where it gets confusing. Is I don't think it was like her full self. It was like a residue. It was remnants. He was yeah. talking. He was trying to get the information that she left in she being the space girl in Ellen's brain. Yeah. Because they, Ellen will have memory know, of what happened while yeah. she was there. Like who yes. who she saw. So they wanted to know like who space. Girl it's not that complicated, into. Jeff. This is kind of hilarious. They want to know who <laughs> space girl jumped in. They want to know who space girl jumped into. And that's right. where they get this the is, description this of, movie, the, of the this, mental patient. This yes. is a celluloid like fucking shell game of like what power shows up next or what where is I, what's going I, this on. This was all so straightforward to me. I followed I followed like point A to B to C to D. Just most of it didn't make any fucking sense. <laughs> right. Most of it was why was B, C, D, E, and F there when you could just go from A to G? You know, yeah, it's like it was overly complicated. Yes. Yeah. It was um, like it's like a video game quest where you have to find the the spots of interest and examine them, right? And then that's what they're doing. They're doing examining but, points of well, interest. They, but they no did story. that really. They did that really well in the first five minutes. There were two spots of interest that were a lot more fun to explore yeah, but now than the rest of the movie. But this now does lead us to one of the coolest sequences of events in the movie, in my opinion. Yes, easily. Yeah, because yep. they figure out there's a whole thing with like. All right, they got the. They think that this mental patient that is in a straitjacket in a cell is who she jumped into, and they're gonna shoot him up with this drug. I forget what the hell they the think. It's it's basically sodium pent, uh, pentothal. Yeah, or pentothal. And, and, and I think for yeah. a minute they do, it, they do think that it's now it's not sodium pentothal because it, it knocks them out. It, like, well, it's them, it's it it's something related. It's sim. It's similar to that because they said it's a pre-hypnotic. They were going to shoot right. him up to prepare him for hypnosis so that they can find. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but then you know Patrick Stewart, he just keeps demanding to be during in the interview when he, and then and right that's and when Kane and, and Carlson and Kane leave the talk. room. And it's like, yeah, let's let's talk about this for a second. And then they come in and they, they Kate immediately <laughs> says, Okay, you can stay. It's funny. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah. Um, so that's when they Were you guys like interested? Gonna... I knew it was in Patrick Keene at the or Patrick Stewart at this point. Oh no, I mean, Patrick Stewart's too I mean he's too weird to not be I- involved in some way. Like I, the the way he says that the that the one uh guy with the face facial birthmark was being naughty it's like you said that weird guy i'm keeping an eye on you i knew i knew i knew because i remembered and i definitely <laughs> i definitely but i was watching it like you know how you remember something and you're you're and but you you're don't trying to remember, remember the pieces it. yeah 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 that's kind of where it was it was, it was like i, I well, remember him being a bad guy i knew I and i've how. never seen this um, so when he, well, no, decided, he is he is very he, he is very to, weird acting it's very off but yes. i think i think for me i was like oh yeah i remember i remember there was this thing with him when he's insisting on going into the apartment and they're like we don't need you for this we just need to interview this lady and he's like <laughs> acting he's acting real squirrely then 
Yeah. And when Tom Carlson allows him in the room, I'm like a thousand percent. He's going to hit him with this needle. Not. Yeah. Yeah. Dude. I mean, I, you know, for sure then, um, yeah. but it's still cool. And uh, yeah, very cool. And then, yeah. So now they're interviewing her space girl. They've got space yeah. girl. They've got yeah. her. Yeah. Oh, and the way she's like, he's about to like hit her with another dose. Cause he tells the one guy, I need like 50 more of these doses. <laughs> and yeah, the guy's, guy's like, like what the fuck? Me? This is my boss. Right. And it's like, no, this guy's a killer. This guy, this is space girl. And right. then, you, don't have, you don't have space girl. And then Peter first, like I'm the Colonel <laughs> of space shit. <laughs> I'll take ownership. Of I'll this. take over. He's like, okay, I'll get it. I'll go get it. I'm the colonel as as, of space. As long as you're responsible <laughs> yes. for baby well, then, <laughs> so I then, really, But then the way, like he's about to hit her with that other dose and the way she says there's no need for that, that is kind of a spooky because then he realizes he's no, I mean, he's actually like, she is now like trying to kind of, ease him up a little bit and he's like fuck that and but the way the way she says that there's no need for the new for the new it's like yeah you better hit her with that because that's fucking but she does win him over she brings him in for a kiss and then the bullshit starts happening and it kills kills percy by the souls start flying everywhere knocks percy into the wall um which breaks his neck and kills him it knocks Kane down Kane gets back up and i think kind of levels the situation again um by giving her two shots in the neck yep which which kind of satiates her for just a little while but yeah it's 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 madness in there for a couple minutes yeah but that whole that whole almost bam apocalypse (laughs) yeah well yeah because then they get into but they get into the helicopter and this is where the the special effects really this is where the other couple million left over from the first five minutes was spent yeah because um i love this scene oh my god so they're they're like flying on and then they get the call from falada and he's like hey there's i know how to kill the you know the uh, the males were impersonating guards Mm -hmm. and they came to my office and i killed one and it's like the old-fashioned way you got to get it's got to be um iron not you know it's got it, it can't be steel it's got to be iron basically traditional vampire killing rules it's vampire shit yeah which this scene is so expert too because while they're on the helicopter the helicopter pilot looks familiar that i almost thought he was one of the guards and he seems very like untrustworthy almost like oh he's he's gonna turn on them because he's one of them somehow or whatever and then all of a sudden the blood starts flying <laughs> out of patrick stewart's face and, and sir it's percy. so fucking cool and sir percy's face yep. yeah there's just blood coagulating in the middle of and creating the... like a face of space girl yeah yeah face of space girl and what does the she face say girl. <laughs> what does she say exactly come to me tom carlson or something something, something yeah like and and basically it's like basically saying it's yeah the plans and the plans in effect we're 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 going for it you know and yeah. this is and like carlson and and kane are like shitting themselves because it's a fucking blood puppet and it's scary <laughs> yeah and they're trying to get to falada but right. the the oh my favorite line of it go ahead chuck all I was going to say is they're trying to get to Falada, but the 
the pilot's like, nope, I have strict orders to at land at X. Because NATO has taken over, and Kane's like, NATO? <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> but yeah. but they land, and it's just a bunch of British NATO guys. So it's like, okay, then you didn't have to say it was NATO. You could have just said it was, you know, right. martial law. But anyway, um, yeah, but like, NATO? <laughs> it's like, oh, these guys are going to fuck it up. <laughs> yeah so this is when they land and like yeah we're trying to get the dr hans falada and the one guy's like yeah we haven't seen him around then they bring in the other guy and it's like do you know who hans falada is and he's like i've never heard of him and then and they're like no, you're they're g- together yeah no no there's no smash cut they go talk to the prime fucking minister of oh that's right and the <laughs> the prime minister the prime minister is he's eating got, his he's secretaries got- <laughs> <laughs> and i love that the secretary's name is miss havisham and it's like is that the only british name you could yes. think of yes <laughs> it's like somebody yes. somebody recently read great expectations is dan o'bannon <laughs> is he is he british or is he american he is not british no okay no I'm just curious i'm i'm very curious why this was such a british fucking production because i think that's the book and uh, the book was all in England, I think. I think. They don't even fake that it's British, though. I like, think it's all um, British actors and everything. I think some of it was the intention of of Toby Hooper also to. He was very intentional in kind of making his Hammer film. Interesting. Yeah, because yeah. a lot well, of people. I, I don't. I. It's been a long time since I've seen Quartermass in the Pit, but apparently there's there's a lot of similarities between that movie and this. Huh. So, so yeah, the prime minister's eating his security guards or his uh, secretaries. Secretaries, and they, he's and he's squirrely from the start too. You know he's gonna eat somebody. Oh yeah, Kane and Carlson fuck off, and yeah, they end up, they just leave. They don't they don't get anybody. They just leave. They <laughs> just like, leave. Well, he's gonna be of no help to us. <laughs> and they try to go back to London. It's London, right? They try to go yeah. back to London, but they're they're told to hold up in a because London is now in quarantine. Right, and, and they're then, gonna blow it up. Mm-hmm. They're gonna, end up but they're like, but we know, but we know what the we know what it is. We know how to stop it. And then they go. Kane goes to see Falada, and Carlson goes to Space Girl. Right, because Carlson. This is what I was gonna say. Carlson is intentionally asking people where X is to mislead Kane, so he can go to Y. Yep, and he goes to Y, which is at the what is that it's it's a uh, it's a church monastery it's it's a um no falada says it's a cathedral of some sort yeah and he said that you know isn't that appropriate a cathedral for i don't know like a space queen or something yeah so we see it's it's not a great line but it's like okay yeah that makes a lot of sense though we see carlson entering the cathedral walks downstairs sees the girl on the platform she's like join me i was all you you were meant to be with me you've been one of us yeah she yeah that's uh, that's another thing (laughs) but anyway so but like basically yeah all of the life force forces from all the people who are sucking life forces from each other are all filtering to her and up to the space dick in in the sky Right. And but as Falada explains to Kane before Kane figures out, oh, Falada is one of them now, is that one, he tells you, you got to shoot him in the chakra. Basically, Um, that was not in the book. They added that 
Um, I don't um, even care about so, the book. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, but the there are some things that are very similar in spirit from what I was reading about the differences between the two. But anyway, um, and Flada is like, you know, you got to shoot him, you know, basically in the chakra. And then he starts to basically reveal that he's now a life force sucker. And so Kane shoots him. And he's this like, is great. This is great. Wait, yeah. I want to bring it back a little bit because Salada is infatuated with life after death. Or, yes, and that or is something the, from the book. Or there is a a there is a spiritual reference to something from the book about <clears throat> transcending beyond normal life. Right, and he he's like dedicated basically his life's work to this, yep. and he's in the intermediary now. Yeah, and, and when, he's discovered that there is life after death. Yes, and yeah. when Kane shoots him, he gets a real broad smile on his face, and he goes, "Here I go," which yep. I was like, "That's so fucking cool." Yep. Like he is, he's living his life's work at this dying, yep. living, whatever you want to call it. His life's work is culminating at this moment, and, and he's like, going to be, crazy. and he's going to ultimately join them. Yeah, you know the 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 great consciousness and the space dick in the sky. Yes, yes pretty cool stuff yeah um and that's a good scene because like falada was always on the good guy side but he always had that 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 tinge of there's something more going on with him you know and, or there was something i always kind of felt like he's not he would have opened the hatch door an alien yes he would have let he would have let them back in and like to for a callback that's the kind of guy yep. falada is yep. i think but not necessarily though but on but not necessarily doing it against the other people that he is aligned with though i just think that his curiosity would get the best of him whereas in alien obviously the other guy is working against the other the crew sure yeah um so yeah while we have this long like colonel Kane like makes his way through London and fights off, you know, zombie vampire people to get to the cathedral. Like it's like five minutes of him just running down alleyways and being cut off and blah, blah, blah. But eventually he arrives there and he's carrying the, what is it? We'll just call it a sword for the sake of argument. I think it's kind of a sword and he ends up getting blown off the steps by one of the male vampires and he's at the bottom of the stairs with the the sword behind his back and the the male vampire is like hey you're going to have to come to me to make this less it's, scary yep yeah that's a, it's a weird line but it's actually kind of a good line because the other pe- like the the other life forces he's collecting to send through <sighs> to to collect from the from the air to send through his body so that it shoots directly to space girl so it can go up into the Oh my god. So my question but his but his line is because like yeah, I mean Kane is completely and totally like he's lucid, so he's like freaking out about everything and he's like, Yeah, it's gonna be a lot you know, come to me and it'll be a lot less scary. Right. What's your where, question, Jason? My question is where are all those life forces going on the ship? Are there are there hosts? Yes. Or is it gonna is it gonna yeah, they're all, all going the, in all the so- bad people that have been dried out? No, no. There, there are other crystalline things that line the inside of it. It almost looks like the uh, 
the Congress and Star Wars or whatever. Yeah, that is. I, that remember, I remember, yeah. but it didn't look like there was any anything in them. They were. There, I think they were the three humans. I don't think they were opaque, mm. like right. the others were. So they did a shitty job investigating. I mean, they never got to that room. I don't think. I don't know. Well, they were, well, that room that had the three humans. There were lots of other like crystalline things all along the wall. Yeah, I think but, what I think what it's going to do is it's going to go off and find another planet to ultimately spend a, a girl and two guys too. I think that I think that they, I think those three vampires were specifically were, were specifically taken out of the wall. For, because they're humanoid, for the Churchill that make them look humanoid and make because yeah. maybe they're also the other species and stuff, right? No, well, yeah. they look however you perceive them. So yes. whatever planet they end up on next, whoever views them, they we'll might have tentacles in their own. Sure. Yeah, we'll see them in their own likeness. Um, but yeah, the, all of those, all of those souls are charging the colony yeah. or whatever. If you think of it like kind of like bees yeah. or whatever. Um, and then it's going to fly to the, it's just a world destroyer. That ship yeah. is basically a world destroyer. Um, Why doesn't it just keep trying to destroy this one though? It, I think it does try, but it's three vampires are killed. Yeah. So, so it can't so get, it just leaves. get back down on earth. It has no, no way. I guess it could. Well, so, I don't so know. That's gotta, well, so much, much, much like in space is uh, the only way it can. I think so. Planets. I think it's, I think in they, a sort of a way, it's a little bit like before, a, like they'd been here before. So how did they do it the last time? How'd they get? Well, I think that that's uh, that line where they talk about like the vampires and stuff being like the vampires of old, that was cut out of the 101 minute version, or at least it was severely mm-hmm. trimmed down. So that they don't make that connection, because then just like but, you did, but, but you then start the, asking know, questions. But then the we know how, doesn't make any sense. We know how they beat him last time. It was Van Helsing. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, but how it was they get Hugh Jackman. How did how did they get down on Earth? If they just give up when they don't have any earthly presence, I think this how they get down there. Yeah, maybe they can come back. But again, this maybe is it was like an asteroid. Maybe it was invaders from Mars. It's like Independence Day or whatever. They could have sent more aliens, but we won, and they like we're like whatever. Fuck, we'll try somewhere else. This is too yeah. hard. Yeah. This place is too plane. hard. Let's there's go somewhere else. There's just like there's Doc- this other planet that that'll work yeah. just fine. Yeah, there, there's just like Doctor Bukowski. They just fucked off, and we yeah. never hear from them again. Oh my god! If they you start asking, the, they leave the Haley's comet and everything because they get the sense of it. No, they go back to it. That's where they're. I think they're they flying go back. back. So they're flying so back to Haley's comet so that they are on the path of halo's comet yeah. yeah it's like they're they're, they're gonna be away. mighty disappointed when they fly to the next planet venus and not find anything well, we, <laughs> maybe they've already maybe they've already oh. toasted that planet Ooh, maybe, yeah jeff yeah. they they already destroyed all the other planets they just can't get earth because we're awesome <laughs> um earth, let's talk earth, about how earth, why earth. yes earth earth <laughs> earth i'm very internationalist um <laughs> Let's talk about how we get them to fuck off because we're we're pretty much at the end here, right? Yeah. Um, so uh, so they got to make space love. Um, so Carlson and Space Girl start like consummating. Kind of, yeah, the destruction kind of, of Earth. Basically, because like he needs to give her back some of the the power that she gave him, and she's like, "Join us! It's so much fun!" You know, whatever. And he's like, I don't know. This seems like she might be kind of right. It's kind of fun, but um, 
Kane comes along and he's like, you know, hey, Carlson, I got the sword. And he takes it and then he, he stabs her and him. Through the chakra mobile. Through the chakra. And they and they fly up into the into the spaceship and then they, they leave. They just leave. They fuck and then they fuck off. And pretty much. Pretty much. And they just leave the little sword behind. And um and Carlson um goes outside and looks up into the air like, wow, that was kind of cool. And then mo- football music and we're done. Yeah, this movie certainly did itself a disservice by trying to explain everything. Like, if it was just a fun monster movie without, like, half explanations almost. Because obviously, yeah. to you, Jeff, it it invested you too much in reasons <laughs> instead of just letting you roll with it, yeah. which I think is important for this movie. Well, I just is, rolled with it. Right. And I think that if the movie is called Space Vampires, I'm sitting here thinking... All right. I don't need to worry about shit. These are space vampires. It tried to have too much mystery and too many twists and turns when it could have been very straightforward. It tried to, it tried to be too much of a real movie and it didn't have to be. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you know, it's like, it's almost as if this is an episode. We just talked about this a few weeks ago. It's like an episode of tales from the dark side or something like that, where it could have been a 30 to 40 minute story of like, space vampires space vampires right yeah sorry go ahead jeff no no i was just i was just saying it's like it's it 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 tries to be too serious it takes itself too seriously right um when we talk about the movie for next week the is the complete opposite um whereas you know sometimes a movie should take itself seriously and sometimes a movie can take itself seriously and still be about space vampires but maybe you you don't have to. what's interesting about next week too is that it doesn't take itself seriously which which lends itself to the drama actually working right um exactly before we, before we talk more about next week um I think I have a better reason for why this was a British production. It's because that was around the time that Canon was buying up everything and they owned Elstree studios. They, um, they own like 40% of the British film, uh, industry film industry at that time. That's wild. so, So it was, it was a production out of their, their UK London, um, uh, studio yeah hmm. gotcha Kinda wild yeah they, yeah, were, they were in fact there was i was i learned this because i just recently rewatched the um the canon films documentary electric boogaloo it's a really mm. good watch um and yeah there was there was actually i think a lot of consternation in the uk at the time too that this this like b movie crazy studio owned you know so much of their industry oh the of course yeah I imagine <laughs> yeah I have a question. Then, this was since... also the most expensive I, um, <laughs> can of film to date. Uh, and it was probably the beginning of the end because it was a huge bomb. Yeah. And I real quick, I do want to bring up since we're talking about Canon and this is Toby Hooper. Is I do want to bring up the whole Toby Hooper Canon films thing. Yeah. So really what Canon films wanted was Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2. Yeah. Yeah, that was something that Toby Hooper had been kind of kicking around for a little while, you know, so 
you know, they were like, well, we want that movie because horror was big and Canon didn't really have many horror movies in their lineup. They had um, New Year's Evil back in like 1980 or 81, whatever that was. And then they didn't really have many other horror movies. And they were they were kind of notorious for buying up properties and making sequels to them right death wish um yeah yeah. and and they were just like they were they were the one thing that a lot of people always complain about nowadays which is oh you're only you're only giving people like the the really kind of baseline like oh this thing is popular then we will give you something just like it and and you know that sort of stuff now interestingly it was during this time also Canon was a little bit interested in having some auteurs. Um, oh, yeah. I mean, they worked with Zeffirelli. Yeah. So they had guys. They worked that, with Jean-Luc Godard. Yeah. yeah. So they had guys like that. And I think to a certain extent, they thought, well, maybe Toby Hooper would do something horror auteurish, you know, and we would have. And so we'll give him three movies if if he, you know, because he's like, give me a give me a deal and I'll make your text Chainsaw Massacre too. Yeah. Now, what's interesting is, is that Life Force was the first of the three. It was, yeah. The second one was the Invaders from Mars, Invaders which was just Mars. a yeah. almost direct remake of the 50s version. Um, and then Tex Chainsaw Massacre Part 2 was the third of it. And what they got was not what they thought they were buying. Yeah, they were really upset. They were um, quite upset over the fact that that Toby Hooper was making a dark comedy instead of a straight gore fest splatter sequel. And they were already not exactly, I don't think they gave two shits about life force or invaders from Mars. They just wrote the checks because they had the, you know, they, they had a three picture deal. I don't, I don't think they liked anything that, that Toby Hooper did. They um they were all in on Life Force. They really were. They they were like, this is going to be our big studio picture, and they loved it. It just didn't perform. No. Um, and then Invaders from Mars. That yeah, I think they were kind of checked out on that one for sure. In fact, they were getting it confused with other movies when they were watching the the dailies and stuff. Um, Golan those are two Star. guys I wouldn't show any dailies to. It's like. <laughs> Just write the fucking checks. You ain't giving me input. Well, that, a lot of people talked about how if they didn't like what they saw today, you could show them the same footage tomorrow and they'd love it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, yeah, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, which, which ironically is the only one of the three that made money, but um, almost double. Didn't make nearly what, what they would have wanted. To. No, and it's also a movie that is very, to this day, derisive in the, you know, in the, in the fandom. But it's so fun. It's so much fun. I, I like it. Um, I mean, but, but they no, were, it's but they were they were even saying inside the Canon films are like, what you didn't know this was this was going to be a parody. I mean, you've got the billboards up on Hollywood Boulevard with them posing like the Breakfast Club, and you still didn't get it. <laughs> <laughs> this is this a surprise to you? <laughs> That's Golan Globus for you, though. They probably were say- like, "What's the Breakfast Club?" Yeah. I did want to say I quite like Peter Firth in this movie. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I mean, he's a guy that, like, as much of a Brit as he is in this, he's actually a pretty good kind of, like, action guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, like, it, like, if he, you know, like, I could see him 
leading you know like if you if you played like a hard-boiled detective or something in a movie i'd buy it yeah he was good i liked him frank finlay is hans falada mm-hmm. yeah he was good too yeah until the may didn't have a lot to do i guess she was like an erotic film star and that's oh, really? I think that's why they got her because um, she was okay. No, she wasn't really an erotic. Not really. At the all time, the they, movies I looked at, she was erotic. Oh, I think she was just in a lot of French movies. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> uh, she was only like she's in Giorno dopo Giorno. Sorry, <laughs> oh, she was she, Italian. <laughs> I mean, she was only like nineteen or twenty when they made this movie. So oh, this was not her like second. This was yeah. her second feature. I so, guess when I looked at her other movies, like she was in a movie about breastfeeding where someone's fixated on, like that's one of her famous movies. Weird. Well, that's that's a French movie. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. No, I she, just the think, tit I mean, and the moon is what it's called from yep. 1994. Yeah. Yep. Huh. Um, but no, she um, she's I in mean, a lot of shit. Holy crap. Yeah. So I mean, like, yeah, TV she was. was yeah. In her career, she's still making them. She's still she's still working. Good for her. Yep. She's only fifty eight. I mean, that's true. That's true. like saying, and like in ten years, I hope you say to me and Chuck, "Oh, wow, you guys are still working. Good for you." <laughs> well, I mean, there's a well, difference between like, staying in in the industry versus sure. finding a job. Absolutely. Like, sure. Yeah, I'll, well, we'll be able just, to find a job, Jeff. We might just be greeters at Walmart in ten she years. Was I not look that forward long to those ago. Mm-hmm. Two thousand twelve. She was in a. Um, in a segment of a movie directed by Jean Dujardin. The players. Yeah. He's a, uh, you know, he won an Academy Award. So, yeah. Good for um, her. Anything else to say about this fucking wild ass movie? Excuse me. Before uh, we, uh, no, no. Before we fuck off to Haley's comment. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, I, I mean, hey, man, it's a weird movie. It, it is. is a weird movie. It's, it's extremely watchable. Yeah. It is now that I've seen it. I think my next watch of it is going to be much more enjoyable because I'm going to know what I need to do. Well, my, right? my, like if, your brain yeah, my and, problem was yeah. it'd, been, it'd been just long enough since I'd seen this that I didn't fully remember it. Right. Right. So, uh, so right. I'm like trying to piece it all together and I'm, and I'm forgetting to have fun. <laughs> yeah. yeah the, and, this I mean, puzzle box <laughs> fell on the floor and seven of the pieces didn't get picked back up yeah. for sure. Right. Well, <laughs> I mean, this was, this is no, the, the puzzle box fell on the floor and fucking pinhead came out of it and tortured some of us for some of it. So, <laughs> Jesus. But anyway, no, it's um, no. It, it, here's the thing: the the look, the design, all of it, it is top notch. You know, I mean, it's just it took itself too seriously. Fair. But you know what movie doesn't take itself very seriously and works twice as well? I don't know. Yeah. So I'm going to ask Jason. Do Join you know? us next week for some party time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What what movie though? Return of the Living Dead. Yes, one of the, one of my favorite movies ever made. Quite honestly, I've called this movie the most watchable movie in the world. It's a movie that I've seen so many like between this and the second one. I've seen so many times that for a long time I confused things about like which one was in which movie or like which scene was in which movie. I've only sense. maybe seen the second one one or two times, and it's been since I was a kid. Since well, I was they a kid. they play it on cable all the time. I know, I know it's not very 90s. good. 
Um, yeah. The second one is the one I know the best, at least up until a few years ago. But we'll talk about that next week. I, I couldn't even. I barely good. remember to. It's been so long since I've seen it. Yeah. But yeah, we'll talk about all this and more next week on Film Seizure. All right. Yeah, that's next Wednesday. That is our <laughs> shut <Halloween>. her down. <laughs> that is Jason our Halloween episode. Sorry. So uh, yeah. So join us. Get in costume a uh, week early or six days early. We'll talk about some zombies. Um, next Monday is uh, also on filmseizure.com is a new episode of, Mon- of Monster Mondays, which is the Amityville Horror. Um, so the original, the original. Yeah. Nice. Um, interesting. Uh, it was interesting watching it this time because I have I have opinions about like the whole story and everybody involved with turning this into a story um so i talked a little bit about that that. yeah Yeah, tune in for that so yeah that's monday afternoon so yeah that's uh the 23rd uh filmseizure.com that's also where you can find where you can listen to all of our shows where you can follow us on the social medias and the whatnots this upcoming mm-hmm. Friday at my website, bmovieenema.com, I have Freddy's Dead, The Final Nightmare, and hopefully the last time I will ever talk about Freddy Krueger on that site, <laughs> which also happens only to be the second time I talk about Freddy Krueger on that site. So um, I'm just uh, just not a Freddy Krueger guy, man. Anyway, so uh, that is uh, this Friday at bmovieenema.com. Read that review, if and you don't mind. All right, so until next week, um, yeah, I'm gonna. I'm just gonna say that I'm Jeff Arbuckle. I'm just gonna say that I'm Chuck Moore, and I'm Jason Oliver. That's all I'm gonna say. Mm-hmm.